Hello, welcome to our daily devotions. We're glad that you've joined us. And uh, let's begin with listening to a little bit of music. Our reading from today comes to us from Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Hear now the word of God. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Geneviève, Geneviève, you are worried and distracted by many things. I hear you, Jesus. I hear you. I am distracted by many things, always. I never want to receive a diagnosis, take medication for it if I can help it, or explore this too much for me, but I would not be surprised if I was someday diagnosed with ADHD. A clue might be that coffee does not wake me up so much, it can actually help me sleep. ADHD affects millions of people and it affects people differently. It's not uncommon for musicians to have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Being a musician requires the brain 
to function at a very high speed while playing and to think of many things at once. First, you have to read the music, meaning often eight notes all at once that are changing constantly, which means that one must prepare the, the correct sequence of fingering, which also means to be constantly gauging the distance between the notes. And the fingering is crucial because skipping the thumb in a scale-like passage would throw you off completely. In addition to fingering, you have to control the pressure in each finger to achieve the balance between hands. The left hand should never be louder uh, than the melody in the right hand unless the melody is found in the bass line. So your brain has to tell each finger to be independent, to remember what role each of them has, melody or accompaniment, while also paying attention to the dynamics, of course. Do we play loud or soft here? An action that also ties into the finger pressure into the keys. And then there's the phrasing, the normal rise and fall of each musical line that you play. That needs to also be planned carefully and rehearsed while leaving room for inspiration and creativity also. You have to think about the rhythm, keeping the tempo steady, and if playing from memory, then you also have to think about many more things for a piece to happen without having to read it. And uh, the pedal as well. These thoughts don't include the constant self-analysis that also comes with it, the, oh man, I missed that note, so now my performance is worth nothing, and my teacher would be so disappointed in me. I will never play perfectly. I practice so much. Should I even keep going? Yes, we are tough on ourselves, and it doesn't take much for us to think that we ruined a whole performance. Believe it or not, on top of everything else, the occasional thoughts such as, hmm, I need to remember to get some milk and grapes and dog food and stamps at the grocery, also found their way in my very crowded brain as I would play sometimes. There you have it, a little insight into a musician's life. Who wants to sign up for piano lessons? Well, music is far more than the busyness of the brain. It also involves the heart, a heart that is informed by the ears. The ears listen and respond with heartfelt musicianship. I would have never spent so many years practicing piano if, I, if it were just about the task to accomplish. The beauty of music comes after having done all these things that are demanding. And finally, after having mastered it, you get to listen, to pour your soul into each note in a way that's far beyond the brain exercise of it all. It's hard to explain, but it is wonderful to have received this gift, a gift that comes with expectations of hard work, of course. So yes, I can identify easily with the busy Martha. I'm not saying that she has ADHD either, but she is definitely clearly too busy. It's not like she was welcoming just anybody into her home. She wanted to impress Jesus. My teacher would be so disappointed in me. She might also have thought as I wondered about my own piano teachers. Mary, the wise one, is listening to the music of the teachings of Jesus. There's nothing there that can distract her.
and she is right. It is as if Martha focuses on displaying her works, fearing judgment if the food is not good enough or if there's still too much sand on the floor. And she just wants to show Jesus that she is working hard for him. Meanwhile, Mary understands grace. She is not there to prove herself. She is simply there to receive. This is big for me. Coming out of seminary not that long ago, I feel like I have a lot to prove. I can look at the amount of books I should be reading with an overwhelming feeling of defeat, thinking it will never be good enough. Martha probably thought she could never do enough either. I forget often to just spend time with Jesus by simply listening to his teachings. It is so easy to be a Martha, isn't it? To miss the point and to miss the point by doing what we think is required of us to do. But we know what's required to, of us to do. It's to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with God. These instructions do not include cleaning the house. Who are you in this story, Martha or Mary? Are you the busy one or the one that listens to Jesus? Are you distracted by many things? Well, I always love to hear your comments. You can email me or simply write in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube. I really love to hear from you. I don't know if this busyness is hopeless for me or if it's possible to find new practices with a brain like mine that likes to always run 800 miles an hour. You tell me. In the meantime, let us pray. Gracious God, help us to stop, to sit, and to listen. Help us to find peace, to clear our minds so we may hear you in everything that we do. May we be reminded that grace alone is what we have received from you and that your grace is enough. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.